We saw a boy with his puppy. Yeah. And we then he barked at us. Yeah, he barked at us, so we kicked ourselves. Uh, <laughs> then we got on the bus, and the puppy came along. We went to our Mexico. Ankle. Licked our yeah, ankle. Licked our ankle. Yeah, yeah, and then we ended up in Mexico. Ended up in Mexico at a where taco Barack stand Obama, where Barack Obama <laughs> operated it. <laughs> he said, hello. hello. And then... We waved we, we goodbye. We waved goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Hi, I'm Jared. And I'm Jesse. And, um... <laughs> oh, boy. Hi, but thank you. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's me, your royal highness, and she's the CBD to my THC, Jesse Lee Yang. I just realized I haven't been saying it's me, your royal... It's me, your royal highness, Jared Stephen Meek, and she's the CBD. I've just been saying it's me. I never introduced myself. Well, doesn't fucking matter anymore. It's too late. So as you may, well, first of all, hi, I'm in drag. I had an audition today. Let the world around us just fall apart. So I got in drag, and then I figured I may as well record the podcast today. So, but as you can tell, from the title of this episode, this is her last episode. <gasps> ah, so sad. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing, folks. <laughs> We've had fun doing the podcast. That mm-hmm. is not to be denied. Um, but it's just time for us to move on to new things. The podcast market is so full right now that it's a, a lot of work uh, to get a podcast off the ground. Y'all have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that we don't want to do that work, but we have other projects coming up and we have other work that we're doing. So we just thought now would be a good time to, you know, to move away into new things. We used to do skits and the part of the podcast that we enjoy the most is the video editing. And that part is so fun for us. We like send each other clips and whatnot. And then at the end, like once we actually have it done, we watch it and we enjoy it. Like ourselves, we watch the podcast and we enjoy it. And we enjoy doing it. But it's just time to move into new things. So we're still gonna be making video content, but in a different form. We're gonna go back to making skits. Uh, not weekly, but <laughs> it kind of started as a um, a thing to do in the pandemic, and now life is picking back up again. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, you know, it was something that I just started with no intention of seeing through, but it's, it's 25, baby. It's been 25 episodes, we had fun, and uh, it'll live on forever. Like, you'll still be able to listen and watch. Um, but we're just going to move on to new things. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, But right? we really appreciate at least Belgium listening in. Belgium uh, and in. Taylor Bourne. For <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's that. So today, in our final episode, we are going to be talking about goodbyes and endings. And we're going to play some of the... We, we aren't going to do like, a, you know, a look back type thing because we just did that in the 20th episode. Um, so we're gonna talk about goodbyes, we're gonna play some of our favorite games, and we're just gonna have a blast. Oh yeah, and our theme for, like, our outfits. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the longer that we've gone along, we've kept, we've been doing looks and themes for, like, <laughs> the way that we're dressing and stuff, so today, because I had to be in drag, but I also wanted to be comfortable, we decided, let's do a pajama look. Hell Because yeah. it's our last episode, we're having a little PJ party. Yeah. I also haven't eaten anything today, because I've been busy, busy, busy getting in drag, so this is my first meal of the day, it's currently, like, almost 8pm. Bon apple teeth. <laughs> and I forgot to take an edible, so I took it a bit ago. 
So I'll report back when it kicks in. <laughs> well, and the fun thing about the podcast is that we kept coming together to work on something. Yeah. And like we were planning something that was sort of creative and then we... We would, you know, figure out all the the equipment and we lost so many files and just like yeah. figuring out how to go from audio to visual and yeah. all of these things. And I feel like we both learned a lot from this process. I definitely learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about working with Jer and a lot about podcasting videos and all of these things. And man, it's just a lot. It's a, a lot, lot of work. Lot. It's a lot of work. Um, and that's why like I brought Jesse on in episode uh, 13, I think it was, um, to, you know, to, to kind of split the load. And we, we have... It's just like, it's still so much work, especially because when we came together, we decided to do more. Yeah. Like we then were like, let's do video, let's do this. So it's not as if we are doing any less work now that we're doing it together. It's still there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I love so much how like we would always come just at least once a week, like be able to come together and do exactly. something creative. And like, that is something that I think we now know we want to continue doing. Yeah, yeah. And now just figuring out the best way that fits into our lives because yeah, yeah we're both going back to work at the job that we lost from the pandemic. Uh, we both have different projects coming up. So mm-hmm. it's just like every time we would edit, it would be, month. yeah, it yeah. would be an entire weekend of editing. So and just getting it into our schedules was easy up until soon it's going to be difficult. So yeah. I'm content with what we've done, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm ready to let it go. And yeah, I'm proud of what we've done. And I'm proud yeah. of all of like the brand that I created and everything. So I'm ready to move on. And I, you know, yeah. of course, think... like, you know, I'll miss whatever, but the idea of it, but I'm happy. Hmm. Yeah. What I definitely add w- w- to this would be the fact that it was like, at least once a week, I'll know that I'll come here and we'll hang out. Yeah. Which, because it's like, it is, podcasting is different from like scripted something. Uh-huh. Like a scripted something is something that you actually have to say the lines and you have to, you know, it's still creative, but it's Also it gave me a reason to clean my room every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is kind of like, let's come together and chat. You know? Yeah. And that's. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to like talk about a lot of stuff that we don't like necessarily ask each other. Yeah. And so because we plan the episodes, we we always have to come up with themes and we're like specifically asking questions about certain things. And so, yeah, that was really, really fun. I think my favorite thing that we've done on the podcast um, was probably the first time we played Talks and Shit or Take a Hit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That one was, we had so much fun with that. But also, um, which. Oh, and when you spilled the thing on yourself, that was <laughs> that was probably the funniest moment of the whole thing. Oh Although there God. was an episode a couple episodes back that we were just dying when we were editing it. I don't remember which one it was. It wasn't it was, spirituality. It was before that. Also, the spiritual, the one before was pure chaos. Yeah, which one was that? And we got really drunk. Yeah, was that twenty? Yeah, it was. It was. It was twenty. Yeah, that was a great episode. We had the streamers, and we kept blowing the little. That was a good episode. That was fun. I like that. Yeah, we got so drunk in that one, or like high. Oh yeah, that was fun. So, what was the hardest goodbye that you've had to say? Definitely to people in my family that have passed away. Oh. So. And you got to say goodbye to both of them. So there were. So like both my grandparents and my my both my mom's parents are gone and then my dad and so like my dad he was just he was sick with cancer for two months and so yeah. I feel like it was kind of a goodbye but at the same time you're just in denial the whole time at least I was so I don't think I got to say goodbye until after when you're when I started yeah. processing it I think my grandma was the one where I was able to truly like say goodbye. 
And this is something that I'll always remember. She wasn't very lucid in the last couple of um, days because that's kind of just what happens when you're, you're pumped with like morphine and uh-huh. all of that stuff. Um, but when I called, I was the last one that she was able to like FaceTime Aww. with. Yeah. And I don't think she fully recognized me, but she knew yeah. I was sort of someone in the family and that was good. And she just said like, you know, thank you for calling and bless you. And I hope you have like health and love and all of these things. And Aww. we hung up and then she was never able to talk to anyone else in my family. Wow. So that was like, okay, I'll remember that. Forever. Yeah, she got what she needed to pass on from you. I think yeah. mine is like, I don't know. It's not. I'm. I'm sure there are worse ones. But when I prepared this question, the first one that came to mind was when I moved to Vancouver and I had to say goodbye to my mom mm. because that was in January of 2016, and I had lived with her um, for like the I think four months before school because I was living on my own and then my lease expired and then I got into studio but I got in the January intake so I didn't you know bother renewing my lease I lived with my mom for another four months and then I I left and I was like we had a going away I think it was well it was New Year's too at that time Um, so we did ecstasy (gasps) no MDMA which is the same thing but yeah, it's ecstasy is the pill, MDMA is the powdered form of it. Well, damn, Mama so we did, Wendy. No, not me and my mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, no, no. She's this a is unrelated. Me and my friends on New Year's did ah, MDMA, okay. and that was the first time that I'd done it. My friend had always done it, and I just like, I don't know, I'm not interested in drugs aside from weed. And but I tried it, and if it can give you what people call a suicide Tuesday and mm-hmm. it definitely did like I was my because it gives you so much serotonin that all of a sudden you're unbalanced when you're sober so I was like it can last for like up to three days and I was moving mm-hmm. so like two days later I was moving so I was so emotional I was oh leaving my, my mom goodness. moving to a new city and it was so emotional and then on top of that just every time I visit when I leave it's always the worst like, it's, my mom cries every time. Oh. And every time I'm going to leave, I'm like, ah, this is going to suck. Like, I don't cry. And I'm like, I just feel so bad because she's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sad, of course, too. Especially last time I went to Cologne, I was really sad to leave. But my mom, just every time, I know that she's just, you know, broken hearted. It's time for Talk Some Shit or Take a Hit. So this is a game where we, it's like James Corden's um, Spill Your Guts or Fill Your Guts. Yeah. We have prepared questions for each other that the other person might not want to answer. And if you don't want to answer, you either take a hit or take a sip. I just realized I don't have anything. I have yes, my smoothie. smoothie. I don't have alcohol but okay. or my weed pen, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But I it's also have been so busy... I forgot to prepare these questions. So I'm just thinking now that Jesse's are going to be way, way more intense than mine are. I think so. Well, we'll see. Should I go first because mine are not as good as yours? Yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Was there ever a time where you regretted accepting to co-host this podcast? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only thing that made me really upset was every time we got losing footage. Yeah. Okay, your turn. I'll still drink to that. (laughs) Have you ever used sex or any sexual act to manipulate your partner to do something you wanted? Some spiciness. Not that I can think of. I guess I'm a good boy or girl today. And also not manipulative. (laughs) Well, that's because I just don't really, like, 
uh, for me, sex is for the like intimacy and the romance. So like, that's why I don't really like hookups. And that's probably why I wouldn't really use it for that. Cause I, I want it to mean something if I'm fucking right. putting in the work to do it. Right. You know? Right. 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 Okay. Um, how do you really feel about your new roommate? I'm definitely nervous. Oh, okay. <laughs> I literally don't know them. Well, and like... Like, I don't remember... I barely remember Habibians in studio. Yeah. Is there anyone from our graduating class from studio that you think should not have graduated? And who is it and why? <laughs> I'll plead the fifth on this one, too. If you could kill someone to bring back another person, who would you kill and who would you bring back? I mean, someone I like or can it be like Trump? <laughs> no, it has to be somebody you know. I'm going to drink. Well, you should know. It's going to be <laughs> I don't know who I would bring back, but I'd be like, yeah, bye. I love how you like know for certain that you would murder, but you don't know for certain who you would bring back for it. Like you're like, oh, for I mean, sure. Probably my dad. You know? That's what I figured. <laughs> you didn't and say. I was it. like, I don't need to think about it because I'm not gonna tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> True. Okay, your turn. <clears throat> but you need to know the answer to that. Yeah. Ooh, I love this question. Which Vancouver drag performer is the trashiest, shadiest, nastiest bitch in town <laughs> and why? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> um, Mary Fuck Kill. Jeff Bezos, hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, mm -hmm. and Jeffrey Starr. Uh, I would uh, kill Bezos, fuck Jeffrey, and marry Mark. Mark oh. is already married to an Asian woman, so true, it's true. an easy switch. I feel like I hate Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but he has the most deeply. money, so. But he's a terrible yeah, true. person. That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Not okay. to say that Mark isn't, but well, yeah. I feel like at least with Mark. I might be able to control him a little bit, you know. Oh, daddy. Yeah. Your turn. Oh, good. What's the dirtiest dirty talk you've ever said or heard? <sighs> Fuck me. Hump me. No, um, that's a song. Um, I mean, I pretty much said it all. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not that into, like, actual, like, dirty talk. Especially in person. Fuck that. I am not like, oh yeah, you like that. Well, of course you you wouldn't be doing it if you hated it. <laughs> like, there's yeah. nothing about somebody saying, yeah, you like my big fat in your tiny little ass. That, no. In, in fact, I don't really love it either. <laughs> I'm just doing it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, you know, I'm a woman, so I don't know. I don't kiss and tell, but it's like, so I, I prefer, like, if you're, like, making out or whatever. And then I just love when you stop and then you make eye contact and, like, giggle. You know? That's so cute. Or That's very wholesome. I know. <laughs> it is. But sometimes they do that. We'll just be, just, like, making out or whatever. And then you'll stop and you'll just be like. And I'll be like. What? <laughs> and then, like, you're so cute. You're so cute. And we continue making out. <laughs> you live in a rom-com. But that's. <laughs> 
I mean, I wouldn't do that to like a hookup. Like if it's a one night stand, like no. If but like if I'm seeing somebody, you know. Yeah, you live in a rom com. I live in like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Wait, is it my turn or yours? It's my turn. Um. Oh, it's my last one. Describe your current pubic hair situation. Oh, she's a bush. <laughs> but um, I also have had laser done twice. But that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Laser. Scan my coochie. <laughs> Dude, it hurts. It literally oh, feels like someone. It's like getting a tattoo, like right on your. But instead of just like the the, it's like if it's because it's literally burning off your hair. But the bulb on the inside, ah! and so the darker no. your hair, the more the laser has to burn. No, and I don't like I'm, that. you know, this color downstairs, yeah. and so it feels like someone is lighting your coochie on fire. And I did it twice, and after that, I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. <laughs> I think my head was kicking. This in. is the last, 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 last question. If you could say or do anything. To your last ex without repercussion, what would that be? I would send his OnlyFans to his mom. <gasps> or his, his dad, his dad, because he's closer with his dad. <laughs> we stand this decision. Uh, and we support sex workers. Let's not get that, let's get that straight. Yeah, what we, we just don't, don't support is cheating dishonesty. <laughs> and dishonesty. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Olivia okay. Rodrigo puts it best. She said, I guess, you? well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I guess you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. Right? Because he didn't technically cheat on me, but like he was, he, tra- he betrayed me. Oh. Multiple. You betrayed me. Multiple times. I know that you'll never feel sorry Multiple for the way times. I hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the lighter? Bitch. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. This question's hard for me to answer because I have so many answers. Yeah. What TV show ending made you the most sad and was the hardest for you? We have the same one. Okay, so Friends. Friends. Yes. Yeah. Friends was like, it's it's also interesting to watch a show when it's like uh, after it's after it's done, like after it's uh, been a cultural phenomenon. Okay, but I watched it when it ended. I did too, like... but I was a baby, so <sighs> like it ended in 2004, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember growing up with friends always being on TV. And when I sat down when I was like 18 or 19 to fully watch it, I was like, oh, I remember this. I, I remembered a lot of it because I, I always watched it with my mom. Mm-hmm. But like I was a kid, I wasn't really paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. But so then I, I watched it like it's just so much more emotional when you're watching a show that um, is a cultural phenomenon and is over because it's like you've now experienced that too. And yeah. it's like. Wow. Every time, like, I finished Friends, I'm high. I finished Friends, <laughs> and it was like that. It's just, uh, and then The Office. And even when I watched Friends the second time, still super emotional. Like, Friends was such a hard ending because they left that apartment. Like, that was so emotional. Mm-hmm. Had they not left the apartment, what, like, for other shows, like, it's different when a show ends and you know that it just keeps going. Like, the world would continue on. Like, with The Office, like, they're all going to con- continue working and stuff. Well, Although but... The Office jumped ahead in time, so that's not the case. But... Yeah, and, and Schitt's Creek is the same. It's also, like... But it's... Schitt's Creek also, like, people stayed at the motel. Like, you also... 
you knew kind of what everybody was going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Friends, it was it was more of an open ending, you know? Well, and it was more about how they were all going their separate ways. Yeah, like, actually, which was so sad. Because, like, Joey like, was going to go to L.A., which he did. Yeah. And then Phoebe's married to Mike, and who knows what yeah. they're doing. And then um, Chandler and Monica are moving to the suburbs. And so you already know that that's not – they're not going to be able to see each other at yeah. the cafe every day anymore. I also – I think as I get older, I get more emotional because, holy fuck. Absolutely. Like, I can watch anything that's, like – if it's any sort of, like, performance, like a concert or singing or whatever, I always cry. I don't know why. I just always get – like, I just I – just, I feel the adrenaline of the performer and mm-hmm. I get overwhelmed with that emotion mm-hmm. every time I watch somebody perform. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is like, I, like the other day I watched the episode of Parks and Rec where Anne leaves. That's Rashida Jones's character as well as Rob Lowe's character. But he came in like season two, so he wasn't there from the beginning. She was. And she was one of the lead, one of the main characters. And when I knew it was coming because I knew she leaves halfway through season six and I fucking bawled like a baby for like 10 minutes just sobbing i would look like i just got dumped and i was i was like oh my god like i'm this emotional about things now although when i was a kid i did cry during the cheetah girls (laughs) 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 amigas cheetahs friends for life no i cried because the dog got stuck in a um drain like a sewer drain you know like this the grates on the street a dog got caught down there he fell in did they save him yeah Oh. But it was it was the main character's <laughs> okay. dog, and it was so emotional, and they were all upset, and I cried. Oh. The dog's name was also Toto, so oh, there's that. Oh, of course, of course. I was just thinking, like, something that lasts a long time. I obviously love Fleabag, and so that's just something that I definitely think about a lot, because that ending is a perfect ending. But something that lasted a very long time so say like game of thrones because that was eight years of my life well i started watching on season after season three so five years of my life ugly sure yeah that was my game because that, that was also years right like yeah. there's what eight six seasons six seasons which is a, yeah and also when you're at least for me like reading harry potter i started when i was i think 11 and so i was the exact age that harry when he goes into hogwarts and I was watching and reading. So I was waiting for the mo- books, watching the movies. And so it was literally 10, year- 10 years of my life. That was me with the Hunger Games. Yeah. And Twilight. Hunger Games. That's, yeah, Twilight. Like these kinds of franchises where yeah. it just, it's the I book was devastated with when the they were done. movies. It's oh. literally, it leaves you like a hole mm-hmm. in your soul. It's You literally so grow up hard. with those characters. You grow up with them and there's also always something to look forward to. Yeah. Like and even I in Twilight. Like, reading every single gossip I could find Same. on either Same. the movies or the oh books. Oh my God. Yeah. When they recasted Victoria in Twilight, I was mortified. I was so upset. <laughs> I was, I, I, I debated writing Summit Entertainment myself. I was just so upset. Um, but it's like, even Twilight is, you know, it's Twilight. It's not the best movies, but like, it has such a sentimental and nostalgic feeling to us that grew up with it because we literally grew up with these characters. And they're, it's so, you know, trivial and whatever now, but like, those characters were going through heightened versions of things that we were going through as kids. Yeah, it and, is literally your entire world. Yeah, so especially like, especially when you're a teenager or a kid where you yeah. can really put yourself yeah. in that universe. And now we can look back on it with nostalgia and also just how, you know, hilariously oh, yeah. shitty it can be at times. Yeah. Although I honestly don't think that Twilight itself is is not the best because it's the first one. But like the rest of them, like I don't think they're bad movies. <laughs> they're good movies. And, like, people shit on, on Kristen Stewart all the time. But I also don't think that she's a bad actor. 
Like in other things that she's done, it's yeah, yeah. you know, she got she got put into a lot of like tropey roles for a while because mm-hmm. of what she started with. But like, I also don't think that they gave her a lot to do. No, yeah. That's and also that's that character. I always hate when people come down on actors. It's it's rarely the actor's fault. Truly, like ninety percent of the time, it's that, direction. Not, yeah. It's editing. It's like, writing. Hello. It's writing. Yeah. And when the writing is bad, yeah. it's there's literally nothing. You can but do. the Hunger Games, I will fucking fight you. Those oh, are yeah. those movies are amazing. Mm-hmm. Those movies are iconic. And mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence is my queen. Yeah, yeah. But okay. the second one, which is what, Catching Fire. Yeah. That's oh. that's the best one. Oh. That's when they go into the quarter quell. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh my god, uh-huh. the stakes are just so high all the, the time. Stakes are and the movie so just high. gets going right You're from just the like get go. You know, crying the whole time yeah. for like, cause what's the Cinna is like, you know, when he dies. All you want is like to see them like what's happened after they won, which like gives you you know all the best feelings, and then they they go back into the yeah, Hunger Games, which sucks, but that? also it's like the the movie just so gets good. going right away, yeah. and that's why it just. Yeah best one they've admitted themselves that um what's the fourth one the third one mockingjay yeah they admitted themselves that mockingjay part one is their least their their worst work they're like because they said that well it just had so much break it into two movies because it was there was so much information there was so much in there that wouldn't have fit into one movie but the problem was is that most of the exposition was in the first movie. And well, all of the that's exactly was in the what second. happened because Harry Potter did. I that, still enjoyed it though. I love that story. They broke it into two, and, and I'm stuff. just like, I love it because I love Harry Potter. But literally, anyone watching this movie hates it. I wanted to ask you this question: What is something that you're actually happy to say bye bye to? Like just in general. Good riddance. Adios. Yeah, because all of these goodbye questions are so sad. But I'm like, what is True. something that you were actually True. like, fucking goodbye, adios. I don't give a shit about you or this thing or this situation, this job. Bye. Um. Well, like obviously, like COVID, but and um, everybody's gonna say that. So. Um, I well, would also, say. I don't know how quickly we'll be able to say goodbye. To it, I don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. Well. Okay. One superficial thing, which is uh, summer. I'm ready for the fall. I love the fall. I love wearing hoodies. But that's also because I'm self-conscious about my body. So that I need to work on. So, um, But something that I'm just uh, happy to be done with in, in is my job. But not in, like I'm sad that my job's ending and that I'm not going to have a job. Uh, but my contract's up and I'm like... I'm happy to be done and you know I wish if they had more positions like I'd, I would definitely like to continue working there but I'm just excited to get a break because <laughs> this last month has been go Chaos, go 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 yeah. go because the festival was on so it's been very busy for mm-hmm. me so mm-hmm. September is going to be like I remember before the pandemic I mean before this job during the pandemic I would have nothing to do and I and that's when I was getting like depressed and then when I had a job I was so grateful to be like busy again and mm-hmm. having a routine again mm-hmm. so now I'm like I'm excited to have a bit of a break but I'm like oh no I'm not gonna have this routine anymore <laughs> so but we've got I've got so many things coming up this month so I'm kind of glad to have a bit of a mental break so that I can work on my own stuff so great what about you Definitely, yeah, a lot of either unfulfilling or toxic jobs that I've had. Definitely happy to say goodbye to that. Or exes, a lot of people Oh, you I mean dated. like in the past? I thought you Bye. meant right now. But yeah, well, that too, in the past. No? Um, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of friends that I'm glad I say goodbye to. 
um but i also like was super happy when i finished university because i essentially went to u of t because i wanted to make my parents happy but then my dad died dad died dad died halfway through it and i was like well what the fuck am i doing here and so i just finished it and i was so glad to be done um i think coming up i don't really have anything because i worked very hard especially through the pandemic because the pandemic took everything away from us Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i was very worked very intensely on trying to curate my life and so a lot of the things that i have or do in my life are all like things that i actually care about but sometimes spring cleaning is the best thing ever and i get rid of stuff that i don't care for oh my god so like even with rebecca moving now it's just like a lot of stuff that I'm like, get rid of this shit. Get rid of this yeah. shit. I don't want it anymore. When I clean my kitchen, <laughs> I just got rid of so many like knickknacks that I've just been keeping for no reason. Although one of them was something nice that had to do with you, and I threw it out. Was it? it was the Kim's Convenience Program. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I've been holding on to that. It's been on my fridge ever since your show. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's been sitting Dude. in my, I have this little My metal Bills thing. has it in his room, too. And he was just like, yeah, yeah. He has a whole collection I of theater just programs. It in here. I, just, just like, I was trying to declutter the kitchen because, like, I just had so many things lying around. So I'm I, not a very I, sentimental person with oh these kinds of yeah, things. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right, so but I like, am. Fucking get rid of oh, it. I fucking I'm am. <laughs> I keep everything. Shall we do our last joint effort oh my god oh my god about goodbyes and endings yeah yeah okay once Once upon upon a time time, we stopped at a bus stop and saw a child holding a puppy dog (laughs) this puppy barked at us so we kicked ourselves (laughs) 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 goodbye (laughs) sure (laughs) suddenly a bus (laughs) came and stopped so we had to get on it and the puppy came as well. Oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> as we sat down, this puppy licked my our <laughs> ankle. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, we, realized, should, what? We realized, realized, should? We realized. realized. I said realized. Realized. (laughs) Are you high? (laughs) We realized. We realized. This boy needed us to help him because this bus (laughs) was gone to Mexico <laughs> in Mexico we found 
uh, taco <laughs> stand <laughs> operated by Barack Obama. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, sweet niblets. So. Oh, didn't he say hello? He said hello. Hello. So. We. Waved. At. Barack. Obama. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the topic. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely high now. I'm definitely high now. Okay, so we were like at a bus stop. My face just melted off. We saw, <laughs> it's still there. We saw a boy with his puppy. Yeah, and we then he kicked barked at ourselves. Us. Yeah, he barked at us, so we kicked ourselves. <laughs> uh, then we got on the bus, and the puppy came along. We went to ankle. Mexico. Licked our yeah, ankle. Licked our ankle. Yeah, yeah, and then we ended up in Mexico. Ended up in Mexico at a taco Barack stand Obama, where Barack Obama <laughs> operated it. <laughs> he said hello. Hello, and then. We waved we, we goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, man. That was good. Another another last for us here, folks. Our final You're not going to believe this. Um, this is where we tell a story that you're not going to believe that it happened to us. Mm-hmm. About endings and goodbyes. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. The first like when my first boyfriend broke up with me. Like what happened there? Wait. Hmm? He broke up with you? Didn't he cheat on you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and where did he dump me, you might ask? At Tim Horton's parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I thought it was a mutual decision after he cheated on you. What? He broke up oh, with Oh, no, no, you? no. He didn't tell me that he cheated on me when we broke up. He told me, so, okay, I guess this is the story that I'm telling. <laughs> uh, I was in Terrace uh, at my dad's, but he was going to Pride in Kelowna, and I was, I think I was still 18, and he was 19, so he could go to the uh, clubs, and I couldn't. And I was fine with him going. I was just worried about things happening, but I, I was not going to tell him not to go. Uh, so I just was like, yeah, go, I, and I, I trust you. And I shouldn't have. <laughs> My intuition was right uh, because he cheated on me. However, he didn't tell me that. We broke up. So I got back and I think we were together for like maybe another two weeks, maybe a month. I can't remember after I got back. And um, I think it was two weeks because I gave him our, our fucking anniversary present when I got back and I painted him a whole picture. That was one of the painting curses. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> I have a curse. If I paint somebody a picture, they dump me. Anyways, I think it was like two weeks after that. He broke up with me. I was mad that for some reason at him. I don't remember why, but I was mad at him. And he was like, do you want to go for a drive to Tim Hortons? And I was like, that's suspicious. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Uh, And I said, yeah, we went through. He bought me a drink and then parked and Mm -hmm. dumped me in the Tim Hortons parking lot. How do you even start that conversation? I honestly don't remember at all, but he basically told me he didn't love me anymore, and he hadn't for a, for a bit of time. Oh. So then we, after a while, decided that we would give it, like, I was, like, wanting to give it another chance, you know, and he thought, okay, maybe I should. 
Um, so he then said, like, if we're going to give this a second chance, I have to be honest with you and tell me he cheated on me. And he, and then my dumbass was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It was not fine. We weren't together, but we were having sex still, and it was just rough. And then one time, the guy that he cheated on me with came into my work, and I had a full-on panic attack. And then it just caused so much tension between us, and we decided not to be friends anymore. And that's when, again, we ended that in the Tim Hortons parking lot. We were supposed to, we already had Christmas gifts for each other. And I was like, can we meet at your house so that we can have a proper goodbye? We can exchange gifts, say our goodbyes, and be good. And no, he was with one of his friends. So he wanted to meet in the Tim Hortons parking lot while they were hanging out together, quickly exchange our gifts, say goodbye. And that's what we did. It was oh ridiculous. Gosh, that's brutal. And that friend is the one who I ended up living with after when they weren't friends anymore. They became friends again. But, um, she told me that he did plan on not telling me that he cheated on me. He just wasn't going to tell me. And she completely disagreed because she was recently cheated on. And she was so mad at him because mm-hmm. he was like, well, you know, what he doesn't know won't hurt him. And so, like, he knew he was going to be breaking up with me anyways. So, because he cheated on me because he didn't love me anymore. And he knew he was going to. So he just, that. yeah. So he just thought, you know, that I, I we're not going to be together anymore. I'm just going to break up with him. He doesn't need to know. And then when we were going to get back together, maybe then that's when he told me. So needless to say, we didn't speak for five years. Um, we crossed paths a few times here and there, but you know, nothing. Like, we, we barely ever spoke. And then my brother married his best friend. So <laughs> we ended up burying the hatchet at the wedding, actually, and now we're fine. Hi. We follow each other on social media again, and he apologized, which is all I ever wanted him to do. I apologized for being a dramatic 18 year old. (laughs) I know that I didn't deal with things very well either, but we're fine now. At least now I can look back and appreciate, you know, my first relationship now because we, we buried the hatchet and we've apologized. So that was a long story. I'm high now for (laughs) sure. For sure. Um, What's yours? Mine, as you pointed out, is in Chinese. It's the story about Xiao Zhentou, which is, um, was my little tiny little baby pillow that I was given when I was born. So it's like a pillow this mm-hmm. small and it was yellow and I had it since the moment I was born. And then I literally had it with me and I carried it with me like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, is this like a, uh, like a family tradition or something that you get pillows when you're born or is this? No. It's just something that I really mm. loved. I think, you know how, like, you can't really know what your pets or babies are going to latch on to? Yeah. So I think that pillow just was the thing for me. I just remember I have, a, like, a visceral memory of it, of, like, me just liking the smell of the pillow, which is very on brand for Jessie. Yep. Yep. So even as a baby, my sense of smell yeah. was very heightened, <laughs> and that pillow had the smell of everything I loved Aww, inside that And what happened to it? Um, and then one day, I went to kindergarten at, like, age five, came home, and it was not in my bedroom. So I searched <laughs> high and low for shouts and toe, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And that's it? You don't know where it went? And it just simply disappeared from... I literally went through a depression, like a child, five-year-old depression, for a month or two. Like, it was a very long time that I just couldn't... And nobody knew where it went? No. Somebody stole it. And then... (gasps) Oh my God, there's more? When I was a fucking teenager, my mom said that (gasps) she just fucking threw it away. 
Mama, Mama Liang, why? <laughs> that bitch just threw it away. She saw, she thought it was unsanitary and that I carried it everywhere with me. And it used to be yellow. It was a different color after five years, which is, I don't well, give yeah. a shit. Wash it, you know? That's but instead so of sad. washing it again, she literally just threw it away and just not gaslit me. But essentially when I asked her, she would just, she would just be like, I don't know. You look for it. You Aww. lost it. Yeah. It was Mine? like, she put the pressure on me like as a kid. And I thought I fucked up and I lost my little pillow. When in fact, she did that to me. That's fucked. Honestly, my mom, my mom did that to me people. sort of. It was, um, when I had to go into the hospital, uh, to get my tonsils removed <laughs> and my adenoids. Yep. It was a lot. For some reason, my tonsils were the size of golf balls, and my teacher at the time gave me a stuffy. I don't, mm. I, I don't even remember what it was. I think it like was like a, not a rabbit, but it was, it was an animal. I don't remember what. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cole got one too because we, we were twins, and for some reason we both were getting our tonsils taken at the same time. So he got one too, um, and the nurses put a little, you know, when you're in the hospital, they put a little thing on our stuffies as well. And so cute. And so they went through that with us. And then uh, we took them home. And then at some point, my mom donated them to Value Village. (laughs) I don't remember why, but she did. And they still had the little wristbands on them. (laughs) And so we would go to Value Village and hunt through the stuffed animal section every time we were there. Because we were looking for, and we knew you that they would have the, and they, they even, no, no, they literally put the bear's name on it. Like, oh. I gave the bear a name, and they used that name on the thing. Like, so that cute. so cute. Yeah. And I fucking gave them the value village. The I don't betrayal. even know why. Honestly. The yeah. Betrayal. Still pissed about yeah. it. Y'all. Some kid probably has that now. Like, that, I don't even remember what it was, but I remember being so emotional about it, but whatever it was. That's out there somewhere. That's so weird to think about. Somebody has it. Well, I might have died by now. <laughs> well, folks. That's it. That's all she wrote. Oh, my God. So this is like, I mean, it is a THC you later because we will see you later in other in other ways. Mm-hmm. It's not a THC in ever. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on Instagram or TikTok yes. or whatever, right? Yeah. All of the things. All the things. Hey, it's Jared, Jesse Liang, 21. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, well thanks. thanks for listening. Thanks, the guys. Two people that listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you made it this far, comment an eggplant emoji on the video. Ooh, Thank you. Right. Thank you. That's it, guys. That's the end. That's the biggest goodbye and ending. I'm gonna go take nudes now. <laughs> THC later. <laughs> All right. See you later.